Hello everybody, thank you so much for being with me today. Let me ask the question. Have you noticed where your mask is coming from? Where the things that you purchase come from? Who made them? Do you know? So about 80% of things that you buy today, Jumi, is made in China. Now, we know for a fact, we know for a fact that the COVID came from China. We also know for a fact that uh, your mask that you wear, whether it's cloth, unless you made it or somebody made it for you in their house, is it was made in China. And we are forced to, well, buy them from China, the same country they gave us. COVID-19, SARS, and all these other flus. And the other question I have is, where are the vaccines made? Because nobody's asking the questions. Where where are these being made? Are they made in China? Like everything else that we all purchase is made in China. Because they're forcing all of us to try to get this vaccine but nobody has asked the question where is the vaccine made I mean the initial vaccines probably were made here and the rest I don't know I don't know where they're made do you I asked that question and I will start with this because <laughs> we are so blinded by what's happening with the US is having a chaos with the military and I think you know I have this suspicion that this was actually made by Joe Biden himself by saying it's okay let's let's do it and pulls everybody out of Afghanistan but this is just my my own um, opinion here but it's something to ask but going back to the questions like where are all these things made we should be asking that question because we know COVID was made in China now the masks are being sold by China and the other thing is China has gone into Hong Kong and basically taking over and uh, but the Hong Kong people are like no 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 there was an agreement that you were going to keep everything the same for at least 50 years 50 years with the new president which by the way has broken the constitution to its own amendments, I guess. I don't know if they have a constitution. But anyhow, the um, this president has become a dictator by becoming um, a long-standing president for as long as he lives, I guess. I don't know when he's going to quit. Um, there's no period. So making China again under his regime a very um, 
dominant power back to the um, socialists and tyrant government that they were earlier in the beginning and now has become again through this power um, which reminds me there's a lot of like famous people including the CEO of Alibaba who has disappeared they don't know they don't know where they are movie stars and uh, people from the uh, news and they're 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 quite quite gone so these these are questions questions to ask I have to come back to this topic because it's very interesting uh, to how this Chinese government is doing everything um, to take over the world not just China but the world and they've they've done a great job uh, so far so um, going back to the same topic again of the mask the other question they do ask is why is the FDA approving or going in bed I should say with pharma because I don't know if you know this but pharma is the number one all the companies they get medicines out there they're the number one donors for the FDA is not in the best interest of the people and in the best interest of the world either because they're the ones approving all these medicines and in in the big pockets the farmers giving FDA uh, money and here are the FDA this this is interesting you, you, you know you're gonna hear this and check this out I'm gonna read this from today dot u c o n n dot e d u it says here the food and drug administration has moved from an entirely taxpayer funded entity to one increasing funded by user fees paid by manufacturers they are being regulated today close to 45 percent of his budget comes from these use user fees the companies pay when they apply for approval of a medicine device or drug as uh, pharmacists and medication and dietary supplements safety research I understand really I do the vital role that the FDA is supposed to play in ensuring the safety of all these medicines you know or medical devices or food it's it's important but but there is the caveat here uh, with many others you know these are the other ones of their pain big pharma it's it's one of the major ones pain and you know I don't understand how is it possible that the FDA is okay to be in bed with the pharma and and this is a big question big question are they really in the best interest of the people uh, are they really doing this um, for the better and 
a lot of these FDA approved products go out to the world because they were saved. But are they really saved? How much money is the FDA being given? Oh no, it's just a fee. It's a fee. A fee and on top of a donation, perhaps? Ah. You know, Americans in the early 20th century were a rage when they found out that the manufacturers used poor quality methods for products, foods, and medication, and used and saved. And they were ineffective and to, to, to the population. So that's why, uh, back in 1938, the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Acts became available. Back in 38, and giving the taxpayer-funded Food and Drug Administration new authority to protect the U.S. consumer. So, here we are, years later, and it's not quite what became in the beginning now we seem to be part of the uh, I don't know corruption I guess uh, you know it's not in the gray area whatsoever so I keep see the, the, the big question now of since they approved these new vaccines one of the companies approved and the booster shots are you thinking what I'm thinking you know uh, are they doing for the best interest of the people and by the way um, one of the side effects it's death yes you heard of that death you know you have probably heard of medicines that are like and the side effects is nausea or vomiting or blah 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 but right along those side effects we can include death would you take that risk i don't care how low that is but would you and so why have no no government in parliament or Congress has gone in there and just shut this whole thing down. We shouldn't have this. It's, it should be part of the, uh, how can we say, well, part of the government that we taxpayers are paying to make sure that we have safe things coming up. Safety first. It's not about how much money they're going to get. If it's safe, good. But it's not safe. Why bring it? And when they have that in their side effects, let me tell you, you're not going to come back. Six feet under. Mm, I never heard of anybody coming back. Have you? So, I might be pushing the envelope. But I must. I must push the envelope. Because we cannot have a drug... With a vaccine with a one point percent that actually can can kill anyone 
that's why you have a lot of people not trusting what's happening not trusting what's coming there's not enough not enough test on these vaccines and if that's one of the side effects they should be eliminating these things like yesterday I don't know why they approve it and here Biden administration is pushing for everybody to be vaccinated how ridiculous is this now that you know this information yeah sure no problem it's okay if you die no problem nobody's gonna miss you really that's what um, this is coming from this is coming to I'm sorry and uh, but I don't want to get stuck in the FDA we already know some of it is it's not it's not right um, I got got a few other stories to, to talk about uh, we'll check it out what's happening in Australia um, these are sound bites from uh, a uh, protest uh, turned chaotic it says here in Melbourne Melbourne and Brisbane Australia I might be actually chopping the name but uh, I just want to check it I mean yes. and it's a basically a bunch of a bunch of people jumping all over the police and the police cannot stop them. What did I told you before? There are more of us than is of them. If people get together, you know, we'll be able to uh, handle all these uh, situations with power. They cannot do anything uh, against the masses. They can't. It's just it's practical. It's done it before, uh, has been done before, I'm sorry, and, and we can do it again. Just uh, freaks of controlling the, the masses is, is, is inhumane, in my opinion. Is your choice whether you want to stay inside or out. It has to be your choice. It cannot be the choice of the government. It should not be the choice of the government why would be the choice of the government to either have you eat veggies or eat meat it's your choice they cannot control the masses and uh, I see this uh, it's about a week ago or so and uh, the news from Australia actually you can go to news.com AU for Australia and you'll see this uh, massive massive uh, images they're kinda it's, it's I mean what can you say about it <laughs> I'm rooting for them yay Australia uh, free free yourselves from tyrant government uh, kick them out vote for better uh, uh, Australian government vote for uh, better police uh, 
that actually are part of your community they should be with you not against you and i understand they're they're, they're doing a job but at the same time they could be the ones saying no we're not going to do that or that's my community they're the ones the ones supposed to do this look australia if you the authority want to lock down my neighbors in massive massive control that they want to do they can they can start doing uh a massive boycotting by saying no we're not gonna do any of that in orange county i remember this when the governor of california newsom decided to lock down and the people went in protest against this major lockdown in closing down the beaches the parks and stuff like that guess what the sheriff did and the police they said go for it is your right under the constitution to do a protest and it should be the right of the australians to do a protest against this tyrant government the numbers that are coming out of australia does not really does not there's um, no justification because one person says oh there's one COVID." Uh, case guess what ladies and gentlemen listen there's going to be COVID till the end of time what we understand about COVID now and we didn't understand when it first came out it's massive you cannot stop this information we're in the digital information era ah people like me is coming out with the news people like me is coming out and their whistleblowers are coming out. The government wants to try to do a bunch of things behind our backs. It's impossible anymore. And we're not going to actually stand and do nothing about it. We're going to protest. I am one of the voices protesting against these things, against our freedoms and liberties. And this is all over the world. By the way, it reminds me. The... Uh, uh, country India has uh, just sued the WHO the World Health Organization for um, well misinformation basically but let me go back a little bit and give you a little more details about this because it's important to know that that the world now it's it's in war with their own governments I told you before that, that a war was coming and not like um, a war that we knew back in the 1700s with, you know, guns. Although we could be one. But this is not like that. Uh, we're more, uh, with more intelligence now. Uh, and I think that what we're trying to do now, it's using the power to boycott. Boycotting the schools, boycotting the, the government. And by boycotting these things, uh, well, guess what? They have no fundings but let me go back to the indian stories and, and and give you a little bit of information about that this is actually an interesting one i found and i don't see that anywhere i don't know if you heard of it but i don't i don't see this team of lawyers in india deserves credit for standing up to the world health organization and filing a lawsuit against them now let's talk about uh, 
the the topic of our discussion, which is that uh, certain medicines for COVID, uh, which have been uh, which are no longer under patent because they're very old medicines. They were created for uh, other purposes, uh, and and uh, I'm referring to ivermectin. Ivermectin. So those who are not familiar with I V E R M E C T I N, ivermectin uh, is an old medicine, no longer on patent. It's manufactured for a few pennies per pill and available to poor countries, poor people around the world, and has now been found to be very effective in treating uh, COVID, not only treating after you got COVID, but also preventing COVID. So, uh, but it is being suppressed and it, and, and uh, people who are talking about it are being admonished from social media. They're being blocked and banned, not just Indians, but people all over the world. I've interviewed a British scientist who is a medical scientist of high repute, including having served as a consultant for WHO, and she's been banned. And, and uh, I, I, I'm also discussing with US uh, people who are well-known researchers, authors with decades of experience in medical science, who have also discovered the benefits of ivermectin and for speaking out, they've also been banned. So the topic today is that the Indian Bar Association under the leadership of the Paliji has filed some legal cases, uh, cases against some very big, big entities, including uh, WHO and, and various other people. It's a quite a long interview, um, but I'm going to leave the link so you guys can actually take a look at that. It's about an hour. And the reason why they're suing is because they're using uh, ivermectin. And like he said, uh, the host just said, uh, it's about pennies to, to create, to make this. I just said it before, uh, follow the money and you'll see why are these people... Um, you know, trying to make you take this uh, vaccine uh, and why are they not pushing for other means of um, medicines? You know, why do they have to be forced to take a vaccine? Like uh, the vaccine is not really the cure. We know that. And uh, the WHO and the CDCs and all these other medical um, you know, entities are trying to push you and I to take something that to me sounds very fishy why were you forcing something on somebody and uh, Australia we see that uh, Canada we see that here in the States we see that in Europe obviously people are trying to get away as far as they can from these passports you know that's something that it shouldn't be happening we know the the cost is done by um, well <laughs> a lab in China, and there's no accountability, none whatsoever. And I'm going to tell you why there's no accountability because China has everybody by the by the balls. What do I mean by that? Well, when China is producing all the necessary things, I don't know, paper, uh, pens, pencils, electronics. Whatever it you buy, it's 90% chance that you have a product made in China. All of our electronics are made in China. All I can think of one that is not made over there. Why is that? Because they given the power to China for cheap labor. And that's not good for anyone. You got to have power to make products when uh, 
previous administration, Donald Trump, was in office. He wanted to make sure to have competition, make a product here in the States, but also to be compatible uh, with prices, be the same or equal. So chances are that the manufacturers would end up doing the product here in the States due to the fact that shipping is expensive and well now with all these tariffs well the product would have cost more money or the same money to make it here uh, meaning they would have been cheaper to make it here in the states so this is what we're talking about that's the reason why nobody is putting china accountable of what's going on in the world knowing everybody knows this is no, no it's not like it's hitting anymore it's out there even though they try to suppress it but people like me it's coming out and so the news have to spread out like a wildfire so now we're talking about this crazy rules that governments want to apply to everybody because they just uh, say hey I got the power but they forget if you wake up the monster which is all of us, uh, they're not going to be able to contain anybody. Um, examples of what's happening here in the United States against all these mandates of, you know, masks and vaccinations and stuff like that. I, I need you to pay attention to this. It's worth the time and what is happening here in the fight and the revolution that is happening like I said it before here's governor Ron DeSantis on a press conference of what's happening and what he's doing against uh, the tyrant government that we have now I just want to say uh, something uh, quickly um, you know uh, Joe Biden has taken to himself to try to single out Florida um, over COVID uh, this is a guy who ran for president saying he was going to, quote, shut down the virus. And what has he done? He's imported more virus from around the world by having a wide open southern border. You have hundreds of thousands of people pouring across every month. And it's not just from Mexico. In fact, it's rarely from Mexico. You have over 100 different countries where people are pouring through. Not only are they letting them through. They're then farming them out all across our communities across this country, putting them on planes, putting them on buses. Do you think they're being uh, worried about COVID for that? Of course not. So he's facilitating. Who knows what new variants are out there? But I can tell you, whatever variants are around the world, they're coming across that southern border. And so he's not shutting down the virus. He's helping to facilitate it in our country. And what is his big solution? What is he so upset about Florida? His solution is he wants to have the government force kindergartners to wear masks in school. He doesn't believe the parents should have a say in that. He thinks that should be a decision for the government. Well, I can tell you in Florida, the parents are going to be the ones in charge of that decision. And one of the major uh, medical people in his administration just recently told parents that they should be wearing masks at home when they're around their own children. This is insane. Joe Biden also believes that 
vaccination should be mandated by force of government and that you should have to show vaccination status to be able to participate in society. Now, Florida, we're very proud of our seniors first strategy. You look at the mortality in nursing homes among seniors, it's declined dramatically. But we said from the beginning, we're going to make it available for all, but we're not going to mandate it on anybody. That's ultimately an individual's choice to be able to do it. Biden, he rejects science because he denies the fact that people that recover from COVID have long-lasting immunity. And that's been proven time and time again, and the data is very clear. So his vision is, just like in New York City, restaurants should ban young kids from being able to go in because they're not eligible for vaccination. And law-abiding citizens have to produce proof of their medical records just to go to the gym or attend an event or just to participate in everyday society. He wants that, but yet if you want to vote, he thinks it's too much of a burden to show a picture ID when you're voting. So no voter ID, but have to show your medical papers just to be able to live an everyday life? Give me a break. And so I think the question is, is we can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. And I can tell you, Florida, we're a free state. People are going to be free to choose to make their own decisions about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education, and about putting food on the table. And Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this. If you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. I'm not going to let you get away with it. you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Thank you. There's something interesting is happening in the nation and I think across uh, the globe where uh, people are basically opening their eyes to the um, major, major lies are being told by um, their their news and their um, government and uh, this is uh, unheard of and and one of the things I came across was um, also uh, a it's it's a um, it's a channel I like to watch um, called uh, Project Veritas and. Uh, he or they it's a group they come and, and they open up about what's happening with our media what they're um, basically not telling us what the news uh, managers or whoever is behind it is telling them to to play I want you to pay attention what's uh, she's gonna be saying because it's important and I think it's important for all of us to Get your news and take it with a grain of salt. 
not everything that you hear and see it's it's actually true so it's manipulated to make it overwhelming wow not it's not about me they have no idea what it's like to to be burdened with this and feeling like i'm watching my country disintegrate and if i don't stand up and do something when i'm able to you know i just don't know that i can live with myself you're not just a meteorologist you're interviewing some pretty heavy hitters here uh gail king what's your reaction to what she said there i hear fake news i never think they're applying that it applies to us i just think that it's a shame because over the last couple of months i've seen personally that there have been stories that cbs has run that were proven to be fake one of those stories that project veritas actually witnessed here cherry health now admitting that staffers were in the line of cars presented to the CBS network. Well, we do believe that they were coming. We had no clue that we were going to have to, like, do face patients. We are supposed to be the people that bring light to corruption. So basically, they're going to use the power of all of Viacom CBS brand, brands. I, is this I, journalism? I, I don't think that this is journalism at all. I think, that, I think that this is propaganda being pushed on people. Why would you do that? You know, basically, that's the most selfish thing I've ever seen. I was hoping there would be there would be a change. No, because gonna, the only change is going to be, you know, on our weekend weather person. That's the only change. Your reaction to what he said? Hard to hear that. You're a wife and a, a mother of four. How do they feel about this? They're so supportive. I'm so blessed to have them. They They support me 100%. We put our faith and hope and trust in God. That's what we do. So you're going to go on the air and say that, and you think that they're going to say, oh, you know what, she's right. We're going to go ahead and change those now because she said it on the air. You really thought that. The only change is going to be, you know, on our weekend weather person. That's the only change. So on the heels of Ivory Hecker blowing the whistle on her Fox affiliate in Texas, she's inspired another whistleblower, this time from CBS Detroit, to come forward with recordings and a story to tell about the bias and what she views as discrimination in her news station here in Michigan. I'm April Moss. I'm a meteorologist, but I'm also a multimedia journalist. So uh, sometimes I was a fill-in host for Community Connect, which airs on the CW Morning Show on Saturdays. You said on the air that you were going to come forward to talk about discrimination. So all of our policies are, are passed down from CBS New York, and there's just a blanket statement policy for all CBS affiliate stations. When COVID broke out in March of 2020, everyone was sent home except for the essential employees. So there was, again, less than 20 of us with permission to enter the building. Now, I worked in the building throughout all of COVID. Um, and then we slowly transitioned to working from home one day a week. General manager's name is? Brian Watson. Brian Watson. I felt that, okay, well, I, I don't want to lose my job. I will comply with weekly tests so that I can keep my job. CBS actually started to ask for access to the data from the lab, Pixel Lab Corps, where we were getting our COVID testing, which was voluntary, but I, of course, checked no. They do not need to know my personal COVID testing. 
information. That to me felt like just an overreach, but I wanted to keep my job. So I continued to weekly test. Governor Gretchen Whitmer just made sure that the, the mask mandate was dropped for indoor areas. Um, so I requested through HR, I said, you know, I do not want to comply anymore with weekly testing. So you spoke with Patrick Bynum and he responded. He's the senior vice president of human resources for CBS New York. EEOC guidance, which permits the use of COVID test to evaluate employees' presence in the workplace. Essential employees are not required to disclose their vaccination status. Essential employees who choose to disclose will still be required to follow protocols until July 6th. Our current hospitals remain in place. So basically what that is, is it's saying that, hey, you're an essential employee. Uh, we, we really want you to get vaccinated. In fact, we'll even pay you. So you're setting a standard within the workplace already of segregating coworkers, and I should not be discriminated against. So many people in your position would probably have just resigned or done something else. You chose to come to Project Veritas. This issue is not just about me. I'm watching the, our whole nation suffer because they're put underneath these policies that are enacted by corporations and this is a human rights issue. And every American and every person on earth has the right to breathe fresh air. And to segregate somebody is completely inhumane. So it's that segregation of the employees at CBS that is what you are speaking up against. Right. And as an on-air personality, it's very obvious to the viewers, wow, she's never in the studio. She's always at her house working People from home. know based upon the fact that you're home, yeah. what your your vaccine status might be. And everybody at work, oh wow, April's not allowed in the building. And that could be construed as a medical information about you. Right. It's an unfortunate thing, James, but it's not just happening to me, it's happening all across the world. And I really felt like I had gone through all of the correct channels within our organization to try to amend this to no avail. You Tell me a little about what I'm looking at here. So these are emails that come through from corporate. We are using the power of our brands to encourage viewers to get the vaccine. This you know? is CBS corporate. Yes, Viacom CBS. Vaccine hesitancy. We've seen this term before with Facebook whistleblower. Right. And tell me about what, what that means. So basically, they're going to use the power of all of Viacom CBS brand, brands. That's, I mean, it's hu it's a huge conglomeration. But one example that they're they're showing here is MTV and Comedy Central Brazil teamed up with Facebook and Instagram to launch an important social media campaign. Is this news? I, is this I, journalism? I I don't think that this is journalism at all. I think that I think that this is propaganda being pushed on people. What is the most egregious example that you've seen personally at CBS Detroit? of this lack of journalism that you speak of? Probably the most recent has been when we've done the Community Connect show. We want to talk about what's going on in Detroit and around the community. It's supposed to be an upbeat type of lighthearted piece. Um, but in the, over the last year, we've had some political figures. As I've watched some of those interviews, it made me a little bit sad because the people are recognizing that elected officials are not making decisions in the people's best interest. And as a journalist, I feel responsible to be able to be able to, to to bring these questions to light. The most recent was when I interviewed Dr. Khaldun. She was a, a major critical person in the vaccine rollout here in Detroit. And I was really looking forward to 
asking her some questions about the safety and efficacy of the vaccines. So this is you interviewing Dr. Khaldun and, and then not asking softball questions. Can you just clarify really quick about um, about you said it they prevent hospitalizations, but we know that there are there are I mean there have been many studies showing that people have been hospitalized after the vaccination. What do you mean by that? Absolutely. So when you look at the clinical trials, they and, and all of them are different. So it's really important that you can't just put all of the cl clinical trials for all three vaccines into one and make assumptions. But in every trial, what they showed was that there is high efficacy when it comes to people who received the vaccine and whether or not they had COVID-19 related uh, symptoms, hospitalizations, or deaths. I think it's also really important that people understand uh, there are some people who have had reactions uh, after a vaccine, but those reactions uh, are not necessarily directly related to the vaccine. This is a brand new medical product that's being released. And I understand that, you know, it was important. We need to get our economy back up and running. This was a good thing, right? But people need to have informed consent. And so I felt like it was a very valid question to ask. Hey, can you tell me, Dr. Caldoun, what are the long-term studies that have been done regarding safety and efficacy of these vaccines. I was trying to ask some more pointed questions and I really wanted to find out because she basically said early in the segment that um, nobody had been had adverse reactions and I knew that that was false. Um, so I was trying to have her clarify that for me. And as I was speaking, you know, my producer in my ear was was saying, you know, move on to the next question. Really? You know, did not want me to talk what about. What was that producer's name? If you're uncomfortable saying it, it's okay. So the so the person at the station was telling you to move on yes. from these from this line of questioning yes. because they, in your opinion or your, in, from your perspective, they didn't want you to talk about this. Right, but this was almost like you're not allowed to ask real questions about the vaccine. Just ask her who inspires her and those types of things. And I felt like as a journalist, there's no way I can have somebody who has the knowledge that she has regarding vaccines and is and is talking about them and showing how she's already demonstrated that she's gotten one. And it's it would be it would have been careless of me as a journalist not to ask those questions. So then there was a phone call later after this, you know, after this was taped and that producer asked me, you know, I was really surprised when you, when you asked that question, when you threw that question in, because that wasn't in the approved, the approved questions to ask her. This tape from Gail King, she's national CBS, mm -hmm. Gail King co-host CBS this morning. Let's take a look at this. In today's day and age where it seems like the the methodology of journalism is under attack right now. Um, you know, you have a lot of, of voices out there saying there's fake news. How do you um, encourage those uh, people watching today to stay objective in their journalism, to be able to bring people truth? Well, when I hear fake news, I never think they're applying that it applies to us. So, so I don't, I don't find myself. Oh my God, they called us fake news because I think they're not talking about us at CBS. Mm -hmm. You're not just a meteorologist. You're interviewing some pretty heavy hitters here. Uh, Gail King, what's your reaction to what she said there? I just think that it's a shame because over the last couple of months, I've seen personally that there have been stories that CBS has run that were proven to be fake. I'm watching our whole country get frustrated with journalism today and, and the media today because they're seeing that this is not 
folks these are whistleblowers and they lose the job right after that she's no longer working for CVS um, and um, obviously there's most likely other people and uh, they're afraid they lose their job um, this is where whoever you are whoever you do the news you have to stand up to this hierarchy I mean when you're an anchor of a news um, company you you got a ton of money coming into you and you should be the one to say you know what no I'm not gonna do that and if you fire me then go right ahead but I'm gonna I'm gonna get a group of my find uh, friends the, and get this exposed because it's not right um, anchors get millions of dollars a year and uh, the presidents might get more money but at the same time they're they are in power anchors to talk about these things exposing the truth the real truth and we I actually mentioned this in my previous one podcast is that Israel has done a study about your immune system actually helps you better than the vaccine and while they want to play like it's not uh, then it's, it's it's false information you gotta trust your immune system <laughs> I mean you were born with it there is cases obviously where the immune system is compromised the fact is that a lot of these uh, news outlets are not telling us truth and they want to push this agenda of vaccination because it's in the best interest of the companies at the end of the day because also they're I guess brainwash in the idea that oh yeah if everybody's vaccinated that's it we can all go back to normal but it's not true that's not true because you have opened the Pandora box for other things to come right after I mean, if they can control us with a, a virus made in the lab they can control us with a fake virus if they want it and so let's open our eyes and what we can see uh, in front of our eyes when <laughs> I said it before when it sounds like a dog and smells like a dog eh, it is a dog okay it's when they see lies upon lies from the government and then I'll tell you too they're evading the actual say the question they're reading the question and sort of answering a different way then they're not going to tell you the truth that's what it is so i want you to i'm going to leave the links for uh the information i just played for you guys today and uh, i'm going to be leaving some links most likely to books related to this topic and that way you'll be able to contribute to this channel 
and help me in the process of creating more content, bringing stuff that perhaps most likely your nose is not telling you about. And try to summarize all of this. It's important for everyone. It's a community, and that's what I'm trying to build. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope to catch you soon.